brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Chapter 22 of Flowing Gold by Rex Beach. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. On the morning after the fight, Mallow knocked at Gray's door. Then in answer to an indistinct and irritable command to be gone, he made himself known. It is me, Governor, and I've got Exhibit A. Really? came the startled query. There was a stir from within. The lock snapped, and the door opened. I got a little friend here that I want you to meet. Mallow paused inside the threshold. His mouth fell open. He stared in frank amazement. Sweet spirits of Diter, he gasped. What happened to you? I was playing tag in the hall with some other old men, and one of them struck me. My God, you're a sight. Mallow remained petrified. I never saw a worse mess. Come in and close the door. I am vain, therefore. I have a certain shyness about exposing my beauty to the curious gaze. Pardon me if I seat myself first. I find it more comfortable to sit than to stand, to recline than to sit. Stiffly the speaker led himself into an upholstered divan, and fitted the cushions to his aches and his pains, his bruises and his abrasions. He sighed miserably. His features were discolored, shapeless. His lips were cut. Strips of adhesive tape held the edges of a wound together. His left hand was tightly bandaged, and the room reeked with the odor of liniment. "'You've been hit with a safe or something?' Mallow declared. "'Evidences of some blunt instrument, as the newspapers say. Maybe a pair of chain tongs.' "'Blunt and heavy, yes. Buddy Briscoe and I had an argument.' "'That big bum? Did he lay it on you like that?' Say, he's got the makings of a champ. Pride impels me to state that he got the worst of it. He is scarcely presentable, while I... Your side won? It did. Now where's the boy? He's outside. Without shifting his astonished gaze, Mallow raised his voice and cried, Hey, Benny. The door opened. A trim, diminutive figure entered. Benny, meet my friend, Colonel Gray. 
The youngster, a boy of indeterminate age, advanced and shook hands. There was no mistake in him. He was Margie Fulton's son in size, in coloring, and features. I told Benny, you could use a bright kid about his age, and he's bright. It required no clever analysis on the lad to convince Gray that he was indeed bright, as bright and as hard as a silver dollar. He had a likable face, or it would have been likable had it been in repose. It was twitching now, and Gray said with a smile, Go ahead and laugh, son. The urchin's lips parted in a wide grin, and he spoke for the first time. Did the Germans do that? The effect of his voice was startling, for it was deep and husky. It was the older man's turn to be astonished. He could pass for fifteen on the street, Mallow said, but when he talks, I chalk him down for thirty-five. How old are you, Ben? Seventeen. What's the big idea, anyhow? The question was directed impudently at the occupant of the divan. Did you send all the way to Hot Springs to get a guy you can lick? Your mother is here in Dallas, my boy. Yeah. There was a pause. How's it breaking for her? Oh, very well. I thought she'd like to see you. Benny cocked his head. He eyed the speaker curiously, suspiciously. Come clean, he rumbled. Mallowed said you could use me. I can. I will. The boy shrugged. All right, Sharky. I suppose it'll come out in time. Only remember, I've got twenty coming, win or lose. Of course. Gray waved toward the dresser, upon which was a handful of bills. Help yourself. Better make it twenty-five. Then wait outside, please. We will join you in a few minutes. And don't make it thirty, Benny's traveling companion sharply cautioned. When the door had closed, Gray gave his friend certain instructions, after which he limped to the telephone and called Arlene Montague. "'May I ask you to step down to Buddy's room?' he inquired, after making himself known. "'Oh, it will be quite all right. We three must have a little talk. But he couldn't see you last night. He was quite ill. Really. I sat up with him most of—' There was a longer hiatus then. Hadn't we better argue that in Buddy's presence? Thank you. In five minutes, then. As he and Gray prepared to leave, Mallow said sourly, Margie is a good little dame in her way, and I feel like a, like a damn stool. My dear fellow, the other man told him, I understand, and I'd gladly take another beating like this one to escape this one wretched denouement. When Ozark Briscoe answered Gray's request for admittance, he was deeply embarrassed to find Miss Montague also waiting. His stammered protest was interrupted by her sharp inquiry. "'What is the meaning of all this mystery? He said you were too sick to see me.' "'Permit me to explain,' Gray began, as he closed the door behind them. "'Buddy and I came to blows over you. You were, in a manner of speaking, an apple of discord between us.' and the melancholy results you behold. Jealousy of your charms was not my motive. I merely asked Buddy to defer a contemplated action. He refused. I insisted. Argument failed to budge either of us, and... The young woman's sympathetic regard for Gray's victim changed to a glare of hostility as she turned upon the speaker, crying, You brute! You ought to be arrested! 
He asked me to wait, Arlene, to delay asking you a question, which I felt should be more seriously considered. In the absence of his family, I took it upon myself to... To butt in, Miss Montague exclaimed, with curling lip. Quite so. I merit your disapproval, but not your disdain. With some heat, Buddy declared, Pa and Ma know I got a mind of my own. It won't do him any good to come. See here, the woman demanded, What have you been telling Buddy about me? I told him all there was to tell. Quite all? I fear you have not been as frank as you would have me believe. That, in fact, explains my connection with the affair. Believe me when I say that I am interested only in seeing justice done to both of you, young people, and in making sure that you do not deceive each other. It is an impulse of artless youth to trick itself in glowing colors. But you should know the whole truth about Buddy and he about you. If, after you are thoroughly acquainted with each other, you still maintain a mutual regard, I shall have nothing further to say, except to beg that I be allowed to show my true friendship for both of you. Well, spring the bad news, said Miss Montague. Briscoe now displayed the first open resentment he had shown since his defeat of the day before. You licked me, Mr. Gray, and I took my medicine, he growled. You changed my looks, but you didn't change my mind. I'm waiting for the folks to come, but I ain't going to listen to them. Let him get this off his chest, buddy. Go ahead with the scandal, St. Anthony. Gray bowed. Suppose we ignore the early convent training and the old Kentucky home, and agree that they are pleasant fictions, like the estate which you are in such imminent danger of inheriting. Those, I'm sure, you will admit, are entirely imaginary. Buddy's briscoe swelling eyelids opened wider. His tumid lips parted, and an expression of surprise spread over his dropsical countenance. Step on it sneered Miss Montague. Dish the dirt. Buddy's belief, however, that your stage career was blasted and young life laid waste by the sign of New York House should, in the interest of truth, be corrected. He knows I was married. True, but not to Benny Fulton, the jockey. That is a lie. Nor that the estimable Mr. Fulton, instead of perishing upon a field of glory, dodged a draft and is doing as well as could be expected of a jockey who's been ruled off every track in the country and is now a common gambler, against whom the finger of suspicion is leveled. It's a lie, the woman stormed. Of Buddy, she inquired. You don't believe that, do you? You don't intend to listen to that sort of stuff. The object of this appeal was torn by conflicting emotions. Doubt is a weed that sprouts fastest in dull minds. Suspicion is the ready armor of ignorance. To young Briscoe came the unwelcome vision of those oil wells. Was Gray telling the truth? Could it be that Arlene had made a fool of him? But no, she was smaller, prettier, more adorable than ever, now that she was whipped by this gale of anger, and a girl like that could not be a deceiver. But he longed desperately to believe her refutation of the charge. He closed his eyes and made himself believe. Even now, Gray was saying, if you would tell the boy all he ought to know, I will take myself off and have nothing more to say. You, you make me sick, Miss Montague cried vibrantly. 
What right have you to preach? What kind of man are you? If he believed your lies for a minute, I'd never want to see him again. He has been a true friend to me. Her voice quavered, caught in her throat. The only true friend I ever had. I don't care whether he's rich or poor. But men like you are all alike. What chance has a girl got against you? You want to use his money, so you poisoned his mind. Break a woman's heart just because you hate me. The last words were sobbed forth. Miss Montague broke down. Hell, hoarsely exclaimed young Briscoe, you're making her cry. Gray sighed, and he stepped to the door, opened it, and called, Come in, both of you. Arlene Montague's shoulders ceased to shake. She lifted her blonde head alertly. Then she uttered a breathless exclamation. Buddy, meanwhile, had been staring at the door, and he was surprised when, instead of his family, he saw entering a strange man and a boy small of stature but old of face, a boy insouciant, impudent, swaggering. It was this boy who spoke first. "'Hello, Mama,' he cried. At the sound of that voice, Buddy recoiled, for it was deeper than his own. His expression of dismay was no doubt ludicrous. At any rate, the urchin's lively eyes leaped to his face and remained there, while a grin spread over his features. "'Holy gee,' he rumbled the lad. "'Here's another one that ought to be buried.' "'Mrs. Fulton,' it was Gray speaking, "'I took the liberty of asking your son.' Buddy Briscoe heard no more, for his ears were roaring. Her son? That voice, being little more than a boy himself, nothing could have hurt him more cruelly than this. His impulse was to flee from... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.